Welcome back to the Squires Orb. I am Missy Alex, and we are live in the Summer Palace with the man, the myth, the legend himself, Kronk Enator. So tell me a little bit about yourself, Kronk, right? We all know of your courageous exploits, but let's bring it back to the beginning, all right? On that perilous night where you defeated the wretched Empress Yzma, what was going through your head and what was your motivation to do such a brave act? Oh, that's actually a great question. Um, so way back in the day, I was an aspiring man of uh, noble birth, of noble stature. And uh, after discovering that such a renowned individual as the former Empress Yzma, um, after discovering that she was in fact plotting to assassinate the great Emperor Cusco wow. to assume his throne... I knew that on behalf of the people and for the sake of Matorka, I, I had to do something. I had to act. So I confronted her. And this is something that you're getting an exclusive scoop on. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. You should be. So I confronted her at the Mage's Tower where I had grown up and she had taught me essentially everything that I knew. It was about midnight. And uh, unfortunately, this was after... She had already killed the emperor. So I realized that it was too late to stop her, but it wasn't too late to avenge Cusco and the people. So as I went in that fateful night, she confronted me and actually had offered me a position, her position, in her new regime. Now, why would you do that? Well, I myself am a not to toot my own horn, quite proficient and powerful practitioner of the arcane arts. Well, of course, of course. Of course. And uh, knowing that, of course, I would be a valuable asset to have in any regard. And of course, having been my teacher, she knew that. But knowing that for the sake of the people of Matorka and the city's well-being, I, I couldn't in good consciousness take her up on her offer. So instead, I confronted her, said, Yzma, you can't do this. The people of Matorka deserve better than you, better than a murderer. They deserve a true leader, a leader chosen by the people, for the people, founders of a democracy. And with that, she, she snapped. I mean, she, she lost any semblance of reason, of rationality. I mean, I, I don't know if she just couldn't handle the prospect of, of the people of Matorka making their own decisions. It's quite possible that that's the case. But I, for one, let it be known, did believe in the people of Matorka. I did believe that they should be the ones in control of their own fate and destinies. Because we, we all deserve freedom. We all deserve the potential, the possibility to aspire to our greatest selves. And after a pretty intensive battle, I managed to defeat her. And after doing that, I knew that with the old law, I would be the next in line to be the emperor of Matorka. And knowing that, I had to leave. I couldn't stay. The, the, the people needed an opportunity to discover themselves, to discover this, this new era 
of free choice, the the opportunity to vote has become prevalent here. Um, they have an elected leader, and I couldn't be more proud of the state that I have returned to here. I hope that answers your question. Well, to be honest with you, I am still so beside myself right now that I'm even in your presence. Thank you. And uh, to be able to gain some insight into that night and uh, insight that was told so eloquently uh, is an absolute honor, sir. Oh, the honor is all mine. Uh, you know, with all due respect, though, um, why did you feel as though that your only option was to leave? Why did you feel as though, you know, the city would be better off without you? Well, unfortunately, with uh, the way that the old system was operated, uh, I was unsure whether my being here would allow for such a transition to take place. Because, well, I mean, you have such a noble hero who is supposed to be the next emperor and of course with the the way that things were run before the nobility would have pushed for me to take leadership the people would have seen me as a hero and a champion they would want me to be a leader and i couldn't allow myself to be put into the position to control the city at anyone's behest they needed to be put in the position themselves where they had to choose a leader from among themselves that wasn't me. So if I'm understanding this correctly, uh, you wanted the city to kind of rise up and kind of have it be their own idea Absolutely. instead of it being uh, kind of pushed on them, saying that uh, they are now responsible for all these things that maybe they were not ready for, but being put in a bind they would have to do that by themselves. Exactly. Is that, is that what I'm understanding? Exactly. Okay. Well, where do you feel like the city is now in comparison to where it was? I definitely think there's a lot of positive improvements. Um, unfortunately, I'm not as uh, content with it as I wish I could be. Can you explain that a little bit more? Well, there's definitely a lot going on here that could be better. Um, some things that I might not have done myself or some social situations that I personally would have handled differently or taken a more, how to say, serious consideration of. For example, um, my companions and I, when we arrived, went into the, uh, the tunnels. I don't know when the last time you personally were in the tunnels are, but things are not good there. A lot of poverty, a lot of people in very poor health, orphanages. It's just, it's, it's very sad. And I know if I was running Matorka, that would not be the case. Well, I hear that you do have an orphanage yourself. I do. I, I have um, a little bit of a history as a philanthropist. So I do believe that uh, orphanages here are not the answer. Because... This city has more potential than any other I've been to. This is a place of greatness, a place of history, a place of strength. And the people here deserve only the finest. And my orphanage is all the way out on the boundaries of humanity. 
places that don't have such immense opportunities, wealth, influential individuals to provide these things. Absolutely. But it's it's a real shame that somewhere like here is still struggling with these things. And I really do think that that needs to change. Well, Kronk, it really seems like you, uh, you're still wearing your heart on your sleeve when it comes to our uh, wonderful Matorka here. Always. So you're saying that uh, you would basically do not approve of a lot of different things that are going on in the city. Have you thought of potentially where you might want to take it? If you were to come back, That's or at least uh, have you have you ever thought of coming back? I, I actually have considered coming back. Um, unfortunately, as as much as I would love to be able to return and make some of these immense changes that are much needed, um, at the moment, I have greater responsibilities in um, the journey that my companions and I are undergoing at, the, uh, at this at this very moment. Um, we have to head south, confront an immense power, and defeat it. Otherwise, the entire world could be at risk. And as much as I love Matorka, the people here would not have any of those opportunities, of course, if there wasn't a world for them to pursue them in. So it sounds first, like quite the quest. Exactly. It really is. It's, it's a very immense undertaking. But my companions and I will be successful. There's no doubt in that. And afterwards, I, I have considered returning and uh, trying to improve things around here. Now you're saying, uh, you know, there's a lot of poverty. There's a lot of things that need to change within the tunnels. But from what we heard tonight, there seems to be, you know, some things being impl- implemented uh, that will hopefully be helping these people. You know, what what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, in, in regards to the announcement that was made by Her Highness, um, the, the intent, of course, extremely noble. Uh, I have no ill will against her. Uh, she is the people's elected representative, and that's fantastic. Uh, she's done as well as she can, I believe, uh, as far as her personal capabilities are concerned. I think she's done well with what she's capable of. But um, there's certainly room for better, and I think that uh, this particular undertaking with providing everyone with access to essentially limitless information is incredibly dangerous. Um, If you were to provide someone who does not have a very deep understanding of this information, of, of certain dangers to having knowledge of varying degrees, they could potentially be at risk of certain corruptions of their worse sides as individuals, as people. Everyone is is capable of succumbing to their worse half, so to speak. And um, I definitely do believe that there are certain things that do not belong in the hands of everyone. It could cause massive societal problems. We all know about the predations of chaos, the risk that that poses, and they most frequently affect an individual through information. It's the easiest way to access someone, their mind. 
twist and contort the way that they see things, perceive things, the, the thought process. And I definitely think that this administration has not considered the repercussions of such a drastic and wide-sweeping law. Well, it's definitely an interesting perspective. Um, but nonetheless, to try to, I suppose, make this a little less of an electoral interview here, <laughs> let's get back to the juicy stuff that our viewers are definitely going to be interested in learning about. So tell me, Kronk. Have you ever had a love interest through all these years? It's a great question. Um, unfortunately, as, as much as I know this is going to disappoint all the viewers at home, I have not had a love interest. So you're before. saying you're available? I suppose you could say that. Unfortunately, By the way, hi, I'm Missy Alex. <laughs> it's a pleasure to meet you, Missy. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, due to the uh, constraints that I am currently stuck in uh, that I had mentioned before with our, our quest and everything like that. It's romance isn't exactly something that I have the um, luxury of pursuing at the moment. That's definitely understandable with everything you've got on the horizon there. So it seems like you do spend a lot of time with your group, yeah. right? The dwarf and uh, uh, Jeffrey, I believe it was. Yes. Um, so, then tell me a little bit about them. Who is your best friend in the group? Oh, well, that would be by far Jeffrey. By far, huh? By far. Jeffrey. Yep. Yeah, his his actual name is uh, Gregor. Um, is it now? Yeah, it is. He's from Middenheim. Uh, great, stellar individual. A man of extreme character, um, discipline. He's he's a very noble individual. He's very devout. Uh, it's it's incredibly impressive. Um, I can definitely see why you guys get along then. It's it's very inspiring, yeah. We're both men of extreme character. So what really brought you guys together? So Was there a certain event, maybe? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Um, so a long time ago, um, back when I departed, I started to head north. I was on a little bit of a quest for uh, kind of finding my path in the world, having, having left home, not really having much... To, to go off of in in the outside world. So I, I started heading north into the Empire and uh, actually encountered the party at a tavern. And man, if, if you had told me that the crazy amount of shenanigans we would get into was what I had ahead of me, I never would have believed it. But we ended up heading further and further northwest and... Uh, went beyond the boundaries of the Empire into Albion, uh, fought an immense dragon together, saved the entire island. That's actually where my orphanage is, is at. Um, but it's it's been one wild ride. Well, it sounds like you guys have had a lot of crazy adventures. Tell me, do you have, I guess, a favorite one or the most exciting adventure? Oh, favorite adventure. Uh, I would I would probably have to say it's it's one of the... The smaller of our adventures, but sometimes those are the gems. Um, so Gregor and I actually were off um, on our own doing a little bit of an investigation. And we were sent out by his god, Ulrich, came to him in a vision. And I know some people at home might be skeptical of this, but I guarantee you... This man is as devout a paladin as it comes. He received a vision, and we were to go, and um, we were to go 
basically wipe out a heretical village. And um, as we went out, we actually encountered another village that was being harassed and attacked by the, this, this one. Um, so we ended up joining forces with the villagers and we led an entire like raid essentially against our enemies, these, these traitorous heretics, these worshipers of chaos. And man, um, the swift retribution that was brought by Gregor incredibly impressive it, it was just makes grown man cry almost it's good to know that there are people out there in the world protecting us in the manner that he does it's it's extremely comforting well it seems like after you saved our city it kind of uh created a domino effect and you just uh went forth and a little bit yeah yeah started just uh, been on a roll right just going and saving all kinds of places here do mm-hmm. you think this one definitely had a big effect on what you wanted to do out there? Did you feel like this was what you were, uh, I guess, destined to do? Definitely. Yeah, I I think it was a little bit before that during our adventures that I I really came to finding myself in adventuring and uh, really found my calling in helping people. And I mean, you you can see my stature. I, I have lots of training in the arcane, lots of martial training from my, my upbringing in the nobility. And uh, finding other capable companions and being able to apply these skills and abilities to, to such a noble endeavor is, is really all you could ever ask for, honestly. You feel like there was uh, some person in particular that had the sort of influence on you to make you uh, the person who you are today? I don't know. Um... I definitely think that the people here had a big influence on that. Uh, my upbringing in Matorka, my ability to be among the people and uh, to understand the values of individuality really put me in a position to be able to make these choices for myself. Very nice. Well, uh, to wrap this up, then I'm going to ask you one more question, okay? Okay. I suppose, where do you see yourself then after you defeat this this uh, big whatever it is that you are going to be going on right now? Death. Death itself, really? Essentially, yeah. Uh, it's essentially a god of death. Um, not something that I quite want to talk about. As I mentioned before, certain information can be dangerous in the wrong hands. So I'm, I'm kind of just going to leave it at that. But yeah, it's it's a very big undertaking. Fair enough. Again, where do you see yourself after after that quest is over? Well, after that, um, I guess it really depends on where things are at here. Um, I'm definitely considering coming back here and uh, seeing, I guess, what uh, society is looking like. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot of positives that I can do outside of adventuring, and I think that it is, it is coming to be time for me to bring these positive energies and aspirations home. Well, I can definitely tell, and I am also grateful that you will keep us in the back of your mind. Absolutely. And uh, it was definitely a pleasure being with you and talking to you. By the way, I'm also Missy Alex, uh, an interviewer here. Of course. Nice to meet you again. It was a pleasure to meet you. It was an absolute pleasure, Mr. Kron. fantastic. You have a great night. Enjoy the pleasures of the evening. Thank you very much.